1: So I'm coming back up here to Studio North during January in order to be close to that. Let me ask you now, again, keeping in mind the New Hampshire voters who are listening, the reason that Republican candidates come on this show all the time, including the former president, Governor DeSantis, they want to talk to New Hampshire voters. What should they say to New Hampshire voters to get their attention, Governor, and more importantly, their vote?
0: They should say um, they should not worry about policy. They got to show some character, and they got to listen. See what I told Tim Scott, and I help all the candidates. I do I do events with all of them, and I was telling Tim Scott, which is one candidate, just as an example, has got this great background story. And I said, look, make it shorter. Make your story a little shorter, so you give them more time to tell their story. You got to connect with people on their issues, not yours. And don't start trying to impress people. I tell this. I was talking to DeSantis about this and all that. I said, don't worry about the policy stuff. We we got that. You got to be about character, about looking people in the eye, and you got to show that. You're not just uh, viable to stand on the stage. You're the one on the stage. You are the leader. You are the winner. You're the the person that is going to inspire the rest of the party to get bigger and more excited. So it's really about kind of that, a little bit of that charisma and leadership that they got to show to folks one-on-one. Okay, it's uh, Tuesday, 1 August, Year of Our Lord, 2023. I want to just connect before we uh, deconstruct here. Um, So how do I want to do this? First off, I want to say there's an Axios piece this morning about the existential threats facing mankind. Of course, Axios is the Mike Allen. That is the inside baseball, the inside baseball for the corporate and uh, media elite uh, and political elite in the nation's capital. He lists out three broad things, uh, climate change, artificial intelligence and nuclear weapons. Our six o'clock show today is going to be about going through all of those, about what the real threats are. Okay? And we're going to have, um, we're going to have Joe Allen. We're going to have Dave Walsh. We're going to have Ben Harnwell. I'm going to have Colonel Mills. And we're going to go through the entire six hour and deconstruct it because the buried lead in the article, they're saying because of all these threats that are overwhelming, converging, and now going to overwhelm mankind and planet Earth, more than ever, they got a line in there, more than ever, you need smart people in government. The implication is those of you in this audience, our beloved war room uh, cadre, our war room posse, our war room audience, those of you who breathe through your mouth the populist right uh, is too stupid to be able to govern. The reality is the exact opposite. Now let me go to uh, Sununu. That's the governor. Uh, he's the son of, the, uh, of uh, Bush 41's chief of staff who was deeply involved in this entire fiasco uh, uh, around Tiananmen and allowing uh, General Scowcroft and Bush and all these to have the back of Deng Xiaoping and the Chinese Communist Party. At the very moment, the very moment when we could have made up from all the sins that we had in allowing the communists and the State Department and the Roosevelt uh, regime and under Truman to essentially give China to Mao Zedong and the communists in 1949— we could have made up for all of that, or maybe at least made a down payment on making up for it on the Cultural Revolution and the Great Famine and the Great Leap Forward and all of it. But no, the Bush junta had to support, uh, had to support, uh, had to support the communist and in, 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 in the Chinese Communist Party at the very moment. The son whose name, if his name was Chris Smith, would be you know selling shoes in some uh, in some strip mall, right? But he's the big talking governor. The buried lead there is don't worry about the policy. This is what Mike, what Mike Shields' analysis is so important. And remember, Mike Shields is, is part of the apparatus. He's not some fire-breathing, wild-eyed populist like you find here in the war room. Mike, but Mike Shields went back to the math. And that math shows you we've had a massive tectonic plate shift in these parties. And it's not just about personalities. It's not just about Reagan and Pat Buchanan and Newt Gingrich and Perot and all these these dynamic, uh, charismatic personalities you had. Underlying that, and that's why the financial crisis, the implosion, and then the Tea Party revolt, and then President Trump. President Trump, this is not some charismatic businessman. President Trump came at a different angle of attack on fundamental policies, fundamental policies about America first economic nationalism, American first national security. It was not just Trump. Think about it for a second. If Trump had just shown up and been spouting the exact uh, neoliberal, neocon policies of, of Bush and just been another version of those 15 or 16 people he went after or he competed against in the 2015 and 16 primary, would that be Donald Trump that's the leader of this movement and it that swept to a massive victory over, over Hillary Clinton? Impossible. It all gets back to policy. Remember the very first time to actually have the sovereignty of the United States by sealing the border. Right. About confronting China and bringing manufacturing jobs back to the United States. It's Trump. But not just Trump as the charismatic personality. Of course, he's a great leader. That's that's not question. But he had the content and the substance of that. And remember what what Sununu says. He tells them we got the we've got it. We've got the policies. That's neoliberal neocon right there. You just go out uh, as a circus act and 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 dance around in your charisma. You know this is why Tim Scott and this is why uh, Ron DeSantis and this is why Glenn Youngkin. They're going to come up with a different one every time. You just go out there and, 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 and you know com- like Bush, convince them they want to have a beer with you. Remember that they convince them you know the backyard dead, the suburban, dad, he wants to have a beer with you. That is absolutely 1,000% incorrect. Donald J. Trump became the president of the United States not just because of his drive and his personality. I told you, we were f- so far behind. We had no money. We had a man, a message, a plane, and a disparate group of characters that were there, that inner circle, you know, couldn't have been more than 20 or 25 people, Peter Navarro being one of them. Here is why I'm so upset. We're going to, Caroline is going to be in the evening show. At 5 o'clock, and Carolina's going to break down the $200 million that's been raised by PACs to oppose Trump. This is about not just direct costs. It's about opportunity costs. This is why I'm so furious about this primary and so furious at the foreign-born, the uh, foreigners that run Fox, of really driving this. You just heard Mike Shields. We should come together now and focus on this presidential election where we can take the House, we can take the Senate, we can take the presidency again. And understanding all the mistakes we made and all the opposition we had in 16, right? Learning from those mistakes, learning who really are the good people, learning what policies we want to drive through, learning how you go after the administrative state, learning how you have to go after the Chinese Communist Party, can lead America to the sunlit uplands. It's all out there, and now it can happen. One of the reasons I'm so upset about this is that it's all, for the Keebler Elves, It's all performative. And Ron DeSantis, remember, he was it. They were going to do everything. And yesterday, and i bring in Dr. Peter Navarro yesterday. Yesterday, or Dr. Peter Navarro now, yesterday he was finally, you know, going to talk about the economy, his ideas on the economics. And, you know, he had a policy thing, I think, on the military. He had one on immigration. But they told him, you've got to get off this woke thing because it's too one note. It's important, but it's too one note. You've got to broaden it out. Yesterday... Any member of this audience that listens and watches the show fairly religiously and particularly focuses a lot or or, or absorbs what we say on capital markets, international economics, macroeconomics, has taken maybe even Peter Navarro's course for 10 bucks, right, that he put up for the war room to get the course he taught at Harvard, um, could do a better job, and I mean this, you could stand up at that podium with no notes, you could stand up at that podium Uh, with no no screens, with no teleprompter, speaking from the heart and speaking from the head, you could have given a coherent, succinct analysis of where the nation is from a worker's perspective and what the nation must do to change its course and how we can come together and drive those policies. Any person in this audience that's that's watched us for the last couple of years and particularly has focused on those elements of the show. DeSantis was a joke. Don't get me wrong. What I like is is on the uh, it trends more towards our populist, you know, our populist uh, policies and what we believe is populist. In fact, Politico has got a big story about this this morning. They say five guys control Ron DeSantis. Five guys, the big donors, as Navarro's pointed from day one, have given all the money, uh, and yet he has a populist message. The problem is it was so kind of infantile and just to kind of throw it's clearly they slapped it together the last second he read it and he read it in a in, in a in a completely you know just a monotone way because he didn't it's not embedded it's not burned into his soul he doesn't fully understand how the pieces connect they also had a picture about i think 30 people showed up for this thing i mean it's just a, a disaster and yet we're still in this primary they're still making a big deal about the debates I want to bring in Dr. Peter Navarro. Dr. Navarro, you've taken time to watch the speech, to go through it. Give me your, just your analysis from the economics of where the Trump movement is and President Trump is and the driving populist economic nationalism of what Ron DeSantis had to say. His big economic speech in New Hampshire. Give me your assessment, sir.
1: See, see, I I know we're talking about really serious stuff, but but when I actually watched the speech, I was thinking there's like a new drinking game I think we have. It's like Trump light. The speech was Trump light. So it's like every time you watch Ron DeSantis' speech, you got to take a drink of a Bud Light, right? This was communist China. This was secure borders. This was talking about the globalist elites. This was throwing in rhetoric about populism and nationalism and not believing a word of it, projecting the Trump message light in a very, very shallow way. And if you're, I mean, you look, you're the king of political strategy, Steve. It's like, you tell me if a guy's 30 points ahead of you how do you reach him if you run on the same platform, well, but when you do well, it, it's okay, unbelievable? Okay,
0: H- hang, on. It? hang on, hang on, hang on, hang here, on. But here, No, no, but here, no, you can do it, but here's how you do it. And I want to go back to that direct speech, one of my problems with it, because it is Trump-like. If you're going to do that, you have to make the case, I can deliver, and here's how I'm going to deliver. Here's exactly how I'm going to do it. Exactly. His thing was just a laundry list. It was just a laundry list of what President Trump's been doing. So if your argument is, okay, Trump's right on direction and architecture, but I can actually deliver, then it has to be granularity of here's what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. It was just a it was just a string of aphorisms.
1: He just simply wasn't wasn't believable. There were there were two things in there that were new. One, he went off on quantitative easing. As a theme, you and I in the forum talk about all the time, which is, is widening the income and wealth gap between the rich and the poor. But even that he executed so poorly that it's a policy wonky point that I, it's not going to be salient when it, when people go to the ballot box. So he failed on all counts. The other thing, I mean, look, um, delivery matters. You've got with Trump, you've got this, this incredible, perfect combination of policy and charisma. And if you just, what I love to do um, when I watch a speech and I do it twice is watch it the first time without any sound and just see what we got. And with him, with Ron DeSantis, we got nothing. It's 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 vanilla and talk about guys who would be selling shoes. One other thing on policy Steve, which is really important. He's trying to co-opt the China message from Trump. But DeSantis is on record as opposing tariffs and being for free trade. Think about that. DeSantis opposes tariffs and supports free trade. How do you bring communist China to heel in the absence of what Trump used? and When I was in the White House, it's the only thing that got their attention, like a smack in the nose to Xi Jinping. Yeah, I got your attention now, Xi. Um, and DeSantis is yep. it's just one of those, Pe- those Pe- rhino. Pe- Pe-
0: Peter, hang on. For, get it. Yeah, hang on for, yeah, hang, hang on for one second. Is, I know you got a bolt, but I just want to hold you through the break briefly. I've also got Natalie's got some very strong opinions about this speech, particularly about the CCP. We're going to get in all, to, all of it right after the break. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B A N N O N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Stephen K. Bannon. The first takeaway is that DeSantis's policies do totally dovetail with trumps and even gets into the quantitative easing and the dual mandate of the federal reserve there's there's some good stuff there don't get me wrong and finally have a politician talk about quantitative easing or what we need to get to is quantitative tightening it's good and powerful but he's doing that because like mike Shields says we've changed the republican party has been changed and that that is the trump revolution now every day up there on media they're going oh my god you know look at this trump is actually what we've been telling people from january of 2021 not only is trump coming back he's coming back big in a bigger better version the new york times sienna poll the harry enton cnn poll the harvard harris poll the morning console poll and response i got five five polls only one of those would be considered even close to being conservative the other four all show Trump with dominating leads, but they also show him up in the presidential race. Chris says Lizza, one of the one of the mainstays of the mainstream media, is in total panic mode. If if Denver could put up that tweet, he just tweeted out, you know, alert, alert, uh, Hispanic, uh, Biden won Hispanics by 33 percent in 2020. The new New York Times in a poll has Biden up by three points on Hispanics, three points, three points overall. Peter Navarro, it's it's not just Trump the man and Trump the leader. It's Trump policies. That's why you were – you're a former Democrat. That's why you were – that's why you gravitated to President Trump. Uh, by the way, President Trump being a former Democrat. Yeah. Um, you gravitated to President Trump. You were his manufacturing czar. He had you uh, in there and you put this amazing team together, Joanna Miller and, and, and Garrett Ziegler and others, these hammers. To bring jobs back here to the United States of America, understanding about economic nationalism and going after the CCP. Um, what What is your takeaway then, generally, now that you've seen the polling and we're coming to about we're wasting time in this primary because if, if DeSantis clearly doesn't believe this? That's why he had to read it. It was pathetic. He's reading it off a page and off the prompter, and he's, you know. Five of the eight counties in around Washington, D.C. are the richest counties in the country. And what are they making and selling? Hot air. Come on, dude. you you got to believe it. you got to be burned into your soul. Navarro, your observation, sir.
1: Well, Steve, I share with you the view that we would be better off if the Republican Party consolidated now around Donald Trump. We didn't waste a lot of time and money on uh, the the Keebler Ls. And we got on with the business um, of winning the House, the Senate and the White House. And in my judgment, the most important thing that's going to take is a ground game that uses the Democrat model to legally stuff the ballot box on our side, which is to say that Republicans have to embrace absentee and mail-in voting with open arms and do everything we can uh, from the day uh, that, that people are allowed to vote in a given state and get our ballots uh, to, to, the, to the box. Because we saw what happened with Kerry Lake. It, once, you, once, you, <laughs> once you rely on game day voting Uh, You can be gamed Um, this this. We're going to get another indictment yet again down in Georgia, probably this week. Um, And Trump goes up in the polls each time. Um, I I don't know when the establishment gets the message that what they're doing, that whiskey ain't working. Uh, But they're going to kind of keep doubling down on this. And it's a tragedy for this nation. I mean, you you talked at the beginning of this hour about the Axios piece and how they want us to think about climate change and some of these other artificial intelligence and some of these other big issues. But the, the root cause of all of the problems we're facing besides this deep administrative state is communist China. And it's communist China which is causing the greatest climate change. It's communist China which is going to use yes. AI for the most nefarious uh, purposes. Um, and this this globalist kumbaya kind of, ironically, kind of like Republican idea with a small R, where we know better than you, the people. Um, being permeated now <clears throat> both the le- by the left and Axios and it's just it's it's troublesome because we are in crisis mode look I'm an economist Steve i have I've never been more fearful for this country than I am today and I've gone through a lot of crises including the 1970s but that that Bidenomics cliff that's hanging out there the way we're spending money on like drunken sailor's on government funded projects that are going to really perversely restructure this economy in a very inefficient and stupid ways and basically offshore more of our jobs to communist china particularly in the electric vehicle industry where elon musk has already gone over to shanghai communist china is going to corner the market on uh, the, the battery market and and all of that i mean serious issues this DeSantis, like, get the hell out of the race now, sir. You are you, you a failure. You 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 took your shot. The shot isn't working. You're just a tool. And the only people who are profiting from you right now, Ron, are the pollsters and the consultants milking you dry. And to that point, Steve, and I'll leave you with this. I've got a, a great piece coming out in the Washington Times today, which talks about Ironically, even though Donald Trump is the most profitable entrepreneur in history, one of the most profitable industries he has now spawned is that of an industry designed to, to, to destroy him. And it's the multinational corporation sending our jobs offshore. It's Wall Street, Silicon Valley that enables that. And it's all of these corporate media networks that benefit in ratings from attacking Trump. And it's these political entrepreneurs like Pence and Christie uh, and Nikki Haley who are taking that money and and they know they can't win, but they're just pursuing fame. And this is what we're up against. And and the more people understand who the bad guys are and what their agenda is, the better will you have. So you know, just go to my um, Substack, Peter Navar dot Substack com, Peter dot Substack dot com. It's got the piece up now. It's going to be in the Washington Times um, later today online and uh, and tomorrow, and um, it should punch you right between the eyes. And uh, Mr.
0: Sanctimonious, yeah. get the hell out of this race, sir, and support well, Trump. It's time and remember it's it's the donor it's donors and the Murdochs when Sununu says we have the policies we've got the policy you just go out and give the charisma the central big Sununu, fight we do that. Hey, yeah Sununu by yep. the way I, I actually <laughs> knew
1: um, his father quite well when he was governor back when when I was at Harvard working on my first book the Dimming of America we talked a lot about uh, how we needed coal-fired plants essentially for base load to make sure the lights didn't go out and um, Sununu uh, at the time was like at the vanguard of that but yeah you know, then he, you know he goes off to Bush world and becomes part of the the communist China send our troops to bad places all of that and um, the kid you're right he'd be a shoe salesman if his last name wasn't Sanunu um, and all he is, Steve, to be clear, and I've written this, um, is, a, is a stalking horse for the Rhino establishment. He yep. didn't have the cojones 100%. to run in New Hampshire himself. So now he's pushing Scott, he's pushing DeSantis, he's pushing everybody he can, yeah. throwing weight around. And he's not yeah, running for the governor name. again, and, this is, and I know why.
0: The neoliberal neocon. Peter, thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to going to the substack in the, in the article today on, on The shows. Washington Times with the best op-ed. That 6
1: o'clock show is on. I'm looking days. forward to
0: that 6 o'clock show. All right. It's going to be on fire. Right. Natalie, you've done more investigation on the Chinese Communist Party. You saw the, the, uh, DeSantis, uh, DeSantis. <laughs> DeSantis. Don't let me go there. DeSantis. Your assessment, ma'am.
2: Well, I'm glad it's so easy because according to DeSantis' 10-point plan, he is going to end our abusive relationship with the CCP. That's a direct quote, and that's about the level of granularity that you get, and then you just get some nice talking (laughs) points. (laughs) Which are basically lifted from the Trump campaign's website um, and from Trump himself. And while I think, I think Steve, it, it shows what what you were talking about. Yes, we've beat the neocons. They know uh, tell they have you, to peddle t- the h- Trump h- talk.
0: Hang on. Sure. And, and uh, hang on. Natalie, hang on for one second. We're going to play uh, sure. This Land Is Your Land on a takeout right here. I'm going to bring you back. Carrie Lake's going to join us. Natalie makes a good point. There's one line we're going to end the abusive relationship. A little light on the details. <laughs> Natalie Winters, the tip of the tip of the spear in taking down the Chinese Communist Party next in the war room. This plan was made for you and me I roamed and I rambled And I followed my footsteps To the sparkling sands Of her diamond deserts While all around A voice was sounding Saying this land was made for you and me Why are so many people buying emergency food right now? As tensions continue to escalate, our fragile food supply chain will break again. One shocking headline spreads panic like wildfire and grocery stores are empty within hours. That means you really need a proper supply of emergency food on hand before, not after, before disaster strikes. You'll breathe easier knowing you can feed your family in any crisis go to mypatriotsupply.com for your 1 week emergency food supply that's mypatriot.com for your 1 week emergency food supply my patriot supply is the nation's largest preparedness company with millions of happy worry-free customers it comes in a nifty ammo can that's loaded with delicious food there's no skimping with these meals offering over 2000 calories per day don't skip the special $30 savings available this week only on the one week emergency food supply this week only 30 bucks off go to mypatriotsupply.com that's mypatriotsupply.com action 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 use your agency take advantage of this special use your host Stephen K Mann. okay uh Just reporting on CNBC is that Sound of Freedom has outgrossed Mission Impossible. Unbelievable. They beat Indiana Jones in that first week and starting July 4th and came out and then for the rest of its run and then beat Mission Impossible. It was incredible. Sound of Freedom. Uh, Angel.com slash worm. Get your tickets. Share it. Take people. Still standing room only uh, at these theaters. You know, uh, standing ovations at the end of it. Just incredible. So, uh, Natalie, we only got a couple of minutes, but he had like, we must cut governments. I mean, had literally there were lines in there. We must cut government spending. Uh, We must end the abusive relationship to China. Yo, dude, (laughs) I got that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Were you shocked as me that there was no more granularity, even details, even an attempt at a detail of how you're going to like maybe take on the Chinese Communist Party, ma'am?
2: Well, in some ways it is a victory because I think it shows that the consultant class that is running his campaign is no longer even trying to push their distorted delusions of you know free trade and spinning China um, as an ally as opposed to a competitor, let alone an existential threat. But that just means that what he's saying is just talking points. It's just, you know quote unquote, red meat for the base, which is sort of, I think, off on the political calculus, because if there's anything that the MAGA base is about and if there is really a cautionary tale, I think they should look to the House investigations that we see going on right now. People don't want talk. People don't want spin. People want action. And there's basically no actionable anything in his entire 10-point plan, which, by the way, I don't know how you take down the deep state and you save America in just 10 steps. And under the China subheading, there's only three bullet points. Um, But his broad, vague premises aside, if he's just going to try to lift what Donald Trump is doing, basically what the Chinese Communist Party does, if he's guilty of what he's accusing China of doing intellectual property theft, he's not really even doing a good job. And I have to say, if what he's really fo- focusing on is the economic abuses, I would argue, as I think this show always does, that is the symptom of a much broader problem. In part has to do with the foreign influence operations that we see going on here, which he mentions nothing about. But I would have think I, I would think that he would say something about taxpayer dollars funding Chinese labs, uh, or how our taxpayer dollars have really aided the rise of not just China's scientific advancement, but really their entire economic uh, advancement, all industries. All he says is just one throwaway line. So it, it really is curious. I think, honestly, it's not even him talking. Obviously, it's the consultant sort of using him in a, you know, Cyrano de Bergerac type situation. But I would still think that they would know that the MAGA base wants action, wants actual steps to take. And believe me, if it were easy enough to take the Chinese Communist Party down by just saying, we need to take down the CCP, I think we say that about every segment on this show by playing a song it is yet to happen i'm sure it will one day um but you need to lay out the steps and frankly i think it just goes to show that that he really is controlled opposition trying to use the maga vernacular which frankly i think shows how much more dangerous he is than a lot of these other candidates going after trump um because there's a conscious (laughs) effort to really to try to dupe the maga base by like using the words that we like um but not with good intention.
0: Harvard Westlake would be so proud. You had a major <laughs> literary reference right in the middle of that. That was so brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where do people go? Where do people go to get the newsletter, the the email we put out, the website, all your social media? Where do they go, Natalie?
2: Yes, when Harvard Westlake wasn't making me read uh, Gender Queer, we did read Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can find me at Natalie G. Winters on all platforms. And of course, head over to the warroom.org website.
0: <laughs> Natalie, thank you so much. Thank you for hanging out thank with you. us this morning. Appreciate it. Carrie Lake, uh, Carrie, you've had a filing. I want to get to the, the administrative part first and because people every day are bugging me. Where do we stand with Carrie Lake, you know, getting into the governor's office? Walk me through this filing, the importance of it.
3: Well, as you know, Steve, we have a whole bunch of different cases out there. And the one you're looking at that's on the screen is that one that deals with voter identity fraud or voter identity theft. It's the request we made to take a look at those envelopes. Um, that the mail-in ballots are sent back in, because we don't believe that the signatures match, and we have good reason to believe that. So we're going to fight for the opportunity to look at the 2022 ballot envelopes, check whether those signatures match. Now, the other side, Maricopa County... Uh, Stephen Richer, uh, a total loser over there. He tried to prevent us from taking a look at this and the judge said, no, we're going to let this go forward. So what you're looking at is basically Brian Bland, my attorney, uh, setting up, working to set up the actual, uh, date for us to do that. And so we're going to keep people posted. That's a very important part. We also have a multi pronged legal strategy. Um, the appellate court has set an opening brief in the election contest. That's the original trial and the original case that we started right after the election. And that is due by September 15th. So for people who said that Kerry Lake's election case is gone, it's over. It's not. It's moving forward in the appellate court. Also, you might remember the, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. It's federal court is hearing oral arguments on that injunction we filed seven months before the election. Remember, I filed a case with uh, with Mark Fincham to try to stop the use of these electronic voting machines because they can be easily used to rig elections and they're not reliable. And we had an Obama judge throw that out and try to sanction our attorneys. Well, we are appealing that, and I believe we will win in the appellate court. This judge has been ruled against in the appellate court many times. And then number three... As you know, because you've been following all of the hits, runs, and errors of this corrupt elections, we uncovered clear evidence through the past two trials and even after the trial showing that Maricopa County is repeatedly and deliberately violating election laws on chain of custody, signature verification, and especially the voting machines, which our injunction warned against. So we are assessing additional legal action that we can take to shine a spotlight on that. We want to prevent them bottom line from doing the same in 24. So we have many cases out there. They are all moving forward and we don't intend to stop. You know, the way they rigged this election, Steve, they knew it would be hard to track down the ways they did it. It would take time and they did not count on anybody staying in this fight. And continuing to dig, they thought that uh, we would give it maybe a little bit of a try and walk away. And as we have continued to dig and as we have continued to fight, we have uncovered more and more and more revelations about how they are stealing elections from we, the people. We can never get out of the system we're in right now, which is a corrupt, rotten system. We can't vote our way out of it if they are rigging elections. And that's why I believe that these cases we have going right now are the most important cases in the country right now.
0: You you are going to be at um the Mike Lindell, um the Mike Lindell um event in uh in Missouri. And we want everybody to go to um um that website. We'll get it up right now to sign up so you can get the live stream because it's limited, I think, to officials only at the event itself and they're they're gonna have a whole day of just all fifty states are gonna make presentations of where we stand. Where are you coming out right now in this huge fight we've got between because a lot of people are pointing to Kerry Lake as a perfect example of where well, you gotta ballot harvest and you gotta play by the rules that the Democrats have set. Because if you just wait to game day voting, you know, anything can happen. They come in and stop it. This is what so much of your so much of your your lawsuits are about. Where are you coming? I understand. And I've told Mike, I said, hey, you're going to get a great chance to make the case because I think you could have millions of people watching this. Where are you coming out right now on this? You know, the, the big argument. Do you, do you go and do what the Democrats are doing or do you you take a hard line and try to we work as crazy as possible and try to get to paper ballots in a, in a game day vote?
3: Well, I'm working really hard to get uh, election day restored. We've, we've somehow slipped into election month. We vote for a month. We count for two weeks or until they get the outcome they desire. And that's not what our founding fathers envisioned when they fought for our right to choose our representation. So we're working to get election day. I understand what people are saying, though. They say, well, we're in this rigged system. we got to operate the way they do. I think it's going to be really difficult for us to out out maneuver them because they're the ones who are printing the ballots. They have access to a lot of the people who are cheating are the ones who have access to the actual machination in which to cheat. And so we can try to do what they're doing, but I think it's going to be very difficult. And that's why I'm pushing in the courts now. A year and three months before this election, we are pushing, pushing, pushing to get some reform. I don't think it can happen legislatively in Arizona because, unfortunately, we have a fraud sitting in the governor's office who will never sign legislation. This whole system is illegitimate. Uh, I want to get to election day, but if if for some reason we're unable to do that as we near the 24 election, I think we got to play in this rigged system and do what we have to do.
0: Um you but, what Steve, people i think some people don't understand hang on yeah go ahead <laughs> but go ahead
3: between yep. now and then we have to get out and register every like-minded individual we can you know i i was always surprised to hear as the um as the the uh, commun- campaign was moving down the line i'd get to see people who said i'm not registered to vote can you help me register we have people that you would never believe aren't registered to vote who aren't registered. So we've got to start asking people point blank as we're talking to No, there's to
0: 30 people. million there's, – there, there's 30 to 40 million evangelical Christians that are not registered to vote and don't really take part in the political process. This is what I was going to ask you. It's along these lines. People don't – I think a lot of people in the country don't realize that you probably have a better feel for the grassroots throughout the country because you're a quasi-surrogate for President Trump. You've been going, particularly to Iowa, Georgia, you've been going to these states – Nonstop and and having events and, and meeting people etc. Where are people's heads right now? Because we're going to have Caroline on uh, this afternoon to talk about the donors and this two hundred million dollars that's been put into these packs just to defeat Trump. When all the numbers show that not just Trump and here's the important number not just he's dominating the uh, the primary. Let's leave that aside. The whole question of electability is thrown out the window because New York Times, Morning Consult, Harvard Harris. Poll after poll, poll shows him beating Joe Biden. Chris, Chris Eliza just is in panic mode because he's going through the crosstabs on the New York Times Siena poll. And he said, "Whoa, alert, red flash alert. Uh, uh, Biden won Hispanics by 33 points in 2020. Uh, he's only up three in 2024. Part of that work is you, Carrie Lake, of what you did in Arizona. What's your sense of the grassroots about this whole primary? Are they just focused on let's get on with it, let's put the money into a ground game, let's put money into going after election fraud, let's come together and have a sweeping victory? Or do we have any more time for this nonsense uh, of this primary, ma'am?
3: Well, we don't have time for it, but unfortunately this is the battle we have to fight right now. We've got the deep state uniparty propping up some of these people who are trying to act like they're MAGA when they're not. They're not America first. They care about the donor class, not we the people. President Trump is the one man in the race who represents we the people. These others don't. And that's what it's about. I have been all over this country. I have been to blue states. I have been to red states. And I'm telling you, everywhere I go, people stop me and say, thank you for fighting. We're with you. We're with President Trump. I was just in Portland, Oregon. Okay, wrap your brain around this. I was in Portland, Oregon. I don't think you can get any more liberal than that. I must have been stopped 15 times in the airport. In the airport alone, thank you for what you're doing We are so happy someone is still fighting. If we don't get our elections turned around, our country's gone. And you can take it from the people in Oregon. They're not all crazy Antifa liberals. There's a lot of really decent common sense folks there who are trapped, held hostage in a rigged voting system because they've gone all mail-in ballots. This is what's coming to America if we don't stand up and fight and fight these court cases right now. We, We can't vote our way out of this, Steve, when the elections are rigged.
0: Carrie, hang on for one second. I just want to hold you through a, a, a quick break. Carrie Lake will join us on the other side. Spread the world all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable, and Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support meta- metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor would dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health, or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Here's your host, Stephen K. Band. Carrie, Kerry, uh, when you say you've been going around, uh, not just the battleground states and not just the blue states, which you have been in, in Oregon is a, a great example. But uh, you had a, a massive turnout out in Idaho and the folks in Idaho and particularly the Patriots up there are second to none. Tell us about that.
3: Amazing. By the way, you have a lot of Posse, uh, War Room Posse members out there in Idaho. Many of them said, say hi to Steve Bannon, tell him we really appreciate the work he's doing to inform us. Um, we have almost a thousand people show up in, not a, we didn't plan this way out. The people of this country are motivated. The grassroots are not going back to sleep. And this is, I think, what the, these other candidates who are running against uh, the great President Trump don't understand. You can't millions in. You're never going to put them back to sleep. And uh, I I don't think they get that. I've been watching some of the footage of, of Ron DeSantis in Iowa, New Hampshire. He can't connect with people. I don't know what's going on, what's wrong, but he can't connect with people. And President Trump has connected with the people of this great country because they know he's been standing up, taking the hits for us every single day. And they get it all around this country. The people in the blue states want election reform. They know President Trump was robbed in 2020. He didn't lose. And for Ron DeSantis to act like President Trump lost is an insult to every single American who's had their sacred vote trampled on by this uniparty deep state. Our elections are a mess, and for Ron DeSantis to try to sit there and act like everything was fair and square and Trump lost is insane. I mean, the guy's either insane or he is, he's actually, we know what it is, he's being controlled by the Uniparty. He's their guy, and they want to continue to rig elections. And so, to me, when he said that, when he's talking about how this was a loss for Trump in 2020, it was stolen, not from Trump, it was stolen from we the people. And they better they better wrap their brain around that because we, the people, are tired of it.
0: Carrie Lake, you are a populist fire breather. How do people uh, follow this case? People are very focused on your case for governor because i got to tell you, Arizona is going in a very bad direction. And this uh, invasion of the southern border and Katie Hobbs, who's exacerbating it, uh, only has bad things in store for the great citizens of a great state. Where do people go to follow you, Carrie? Not just social media. Where do they go to the site? Where do they get to the details? Uh, As you know, the Warren Posse... Loves I, loves granularity. Where do they go?
3: I know. I need to actually uh, get with my web guy and, and get all this up there because things are happening so quickly. We need to get the uh, filings and such on our website. They're not there right now, but we'll work to get them there. You can go to KerryLake Take a look at the short video we put out. It just shows you what's on the line, and they're they're taking our our sacred vote from us, and they're they're taking our country from us. And what Joe Biden has planned for America and the world is what Katie Hobbs has planned. For Arizona. And this is why we keep looking up and seeing all these outrageous politicians in DC, in state houses across the country, and we go, how the heck did they end up there? Because we have corrupt elections and we must address this. It is critical. And so you can find me at carrielake.com uh, or at Carrie Lake on Twitter, Getter, Truth Social, and all of the other places.
0: Carrie Lake, honored to have you on here, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate you. Fight on. Um, tonight at 6, we're going to go through that Axios. Remember, the Axios piece about all these major things from nuclear weapons to artificial intelligence to climate change, the boiling earth, as they call it, that are existential threats to humankind. Uh, we're going to have a group of experts on um, our, our contributors to go through in detail. Also at 5 o'clock, we're going to have Mike Davis. We're going to break down more about the uh, – about the law for assaults on President Trump and also the Biden crime family. And Caroline Ren's going to be to talk about this 200, almost a quarter of a billion dollars, by neoliberal neocon donors into the primaries to do nothing but stop Trump. And we need to come together and use that money now for ground game, for infrastructure, to fight uh, the, uh, the lawfare that Mark Elias and his team are putting up against us. So make sure you're here for that. Also, go right now to birchgold.com slash ban and get the free Pracy. On the Durban Accords, the Durban pact every day we 're getting close i think we 're twenty two days away. The most important meeting since Bretton Woods about global currency, why they 're trying to they 're trying to upend the dollar as the prime reserve currency it 's going to have a massive impact on your life on the country 's life and i ain 't saying it 's easy being the prime reserve currency, particularly when you have a irresponsible a financially and fiscally irresponsible uh, elite that are running the country. but you need to be we 're going to be all over this to see exactly what quite frankly. The developing world, the bricks have in store for the United States of America, led by our greatest enemy besides the deep state. That would be the Chinese Communist Party. Also, HometitleLock.com Make sure you go there. Do not expose yourself to the potential of one of these cyber criminals being able to take your title online and take a second mortgage out of a couple hundred thousand dollars from a hard money lender and that hard money lender is not going to sit there when you come back with your tale of woe and say oh my gosh, I didn't know it. They're going to say hey, tough break for a swell couple, pay us in the interest. So HomeTitleLock.com do it today. We're going to leave you with This Land is Your Land by the Weavers. Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk is going to follow us. Two hours of Populous Nationals, by followed by Basobuk. We're going to be back five to seven and we will be on fire. We will see you then. Me, this land This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. I roamed and I rambled, and I followed my footsteps to the sparkling sand of her diamond deserts while all around a voice was sounding saying this land was made for you and me COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 people